Coming to you live today with uh, <laughs> the classic podcast after like 18 straight minutes of technical difficulties and talking about Marvel Comics. So, you know, just your standard chaos energy for this podcast. It's all, it's all good. It's fine. It's fine. It's, it's perfect. It's good. It's fine. We've never done anything wrong. It was only like three minutes of... Po- of uh, it was only like three minutes of audio te- uh, difficulty, so it's fine. I'm perfect, and I never have any problems. It's great. <laughs> yeah, no, I... <laughs> we, we talked about Marvel for like 15 minutes, and then said, hey, we should probably record the podcast, and then I opened up Audacity, and my audio drivers just completely shit themselves. And we're like, hey, you can't use your headphones for Audacity and Discord at the same time. So, <laughs> you know, just go fuck yourself, I guess. Uh, so I have this weird setup now where Audacity is outputting to a different pair of headphones that I have also connected to my computer. So, you know, it's fine. It's fine. Welcome to It'll Wash Out, a Bleach Rewatch podcast. I'm your co-host, Senna. And I'm your co-host, Sam. And this time we've got a little episode titled Collision, Black Bankai and White Bankai. This is episode 124. We are in it with both Ichigo and Hollow Ichigo. For the sake of going with this, we'll call him Zangetsu because he insists that's who he is. Uh, they both release their Bankai. Outside the Mind Palace, though, Hollow Goo erupts from a hole in Ichigo's chest. It's like a very sudden shot, and like Goo just erupts from a hole in his chest. It's pretty good. Yeah, like as soon as he ca- as soon as he tra- uses Bankai in the hall in like his inner world. A hole appears in his chest, and goo starts spurting out, and just this giant heavy wave of, like, a surge of spirit energy appears around him, and it looks sick. Yeah, no, like, it, it it's fucking great. Um, 
Ichigo asks when Zangetsu learned Bankai, and the Hollow tells him he learned as soon as Ichigo did. Uh, after another clash, Ichigo opens his eyes to find himself in Soul Society, as Byakuya calls out to Senban Zakura. The captain stands before him, and Ichigo is just so fucking confused as to what's happening. Byakuya just calls him pathetic before releasing his own Bankai, his own Bankai, I can say words, uh, attacking Ichigo. Our boy exclaims he doesn't have time to be fighting him, while Byakuya tells him he hasn't even acknowledged the confusion in his heart. Uh, you know, much like a Kingdom Hearts villain or some shit. Well, he's like, listen, you cl- you clearly need some help, and the first prob- the first part of getting help is no- acknowledging there's a problem. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Byakuya's here to help. Uh, and what better way to help by telling him to stand up and continuing the onslaught? Uh, Ichigo stays on the defense as massive destruction hits Sokyoku Hill. Hanging from a cliff, Ichigo takes basically the full brunt of an attack as Byakuya tells him it seems it is impossible for Ichigo to achieve full Bankai. Ichigo seems pretty confused since he's using Bankai right now. But Byakuya doesn't really answer this and just continues to fight, telling that him that those who have no will to fight cannot stop his sword. Uh, Ichigo starts falling from the cliff and Byakuya jumps up to attack, but we like get this cool cut where it cuts away from Byakuya's lunge and when the swords clash, it's Zangetsu again behind the blade. It's uh, and so good. It's so good. Uh, and we're back in like the standard mind palace area it's like such a cool shot i loved this the animation here was awesome too like this whole fight was great yeah like i want to call out specifically the bit where when vyaki is like oh you you're never gonna get like a true bankai whatever he's standing on the cliff that ichigo is like holding onto with one hand he makes a bunch of swords appear they they fall they like stab towards ichigo he lets go of the cliff so that he can dodge one sword and then he has to midair dodge a bunch of the others meanwhile byakuya like flash steps to the ground beneath him puts his sword in like a charging position and then he also surges with spirit energy that cracks the ground around him and then he jumps up to meet ichigo it's like that entire sequence is fucking sick (laughs) There were a lot of moments in, like, this episode in particular that I'm just like, okay, this is fucking sick. Um, I think there were also a couple in the next one, but, like, the next one's, like, mostly, like, set up and, like, world building. But, you know, you know, we'll get there. Um, Zangetsu tells Ichigo to have fun, and Ichigo's just, like, questioning what the fuck just happened. Why was Byakuya here? Zanketsu tells him not to get careless, and the fight continues. Uh, Hollow Ichigo, or Zangetsu, easily deflects a Getsukatensho before releasing his own at, like, point-blank range. Um, and then we get, like, a cut to the real world, where Lisa continues to fight Hollow Ichigo, while one of the visored notes that it has been ten minutes. It's time to switch out. Uh, he tells Hachi to open the barrier and goes in to tag out with Lisa. Um, so he spins, like, this small, like, knife. Kind of, it's not like a kunai, but it's got kind of, like, the same, like, hole at the end that, like, a kunai knife does. Yeah, it's like, it's an army knife. It's a survival knife. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, he spins it around his finger, and then he tells, uh, he tells Hollow Ichigo, but it's basically to tell us, the audience, that his name is Kensei Mugurama. 
and he's here to crush Ichigo. <laughs> uh, Shinji is like thinking to himself and he's like, Ichigo, you can't waste time. You're going to die. Like you have to get through this. Um, and then we cut back into uh, the Mind Palace, where Zangetsu reminds Ichigo that he was actually the first to use Getsuga Tensho in Bankai. The real Ichigo just copied him. Which, I didn't go back to look at this. I assume this is true, because I think it is. Like, during the Byakia fight, um, I I never realized this was a thing that was true until he said it. I forget if the I think he 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 uses, uh, like he does Getsuga, but then Getsuga Tensho is the version with his Bankai, so it's like yeah. it's the power it's the powered up version, and yeah, that first shows up through the Hollow, because Which, it's when Byaki is going in for the kill, and then he's like, "Wait, what the fuck is happening? I just got hurt." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I I like this. I I really like some of the um. A lot of the dialogue that Hollow Ichigo, or Zangetsu, quotation marks, has here, um, I, I, I think it's pretty good. Um, he tells Ichigo to give up, and he puts a hand on like Ichigo's blade, um, and like, his blade starts turning white, because, you know, like uh, the Zangetsu Bankai form, Tensa Zangetsu, right? I, I know Bleach. Bleach things! Um it's like a pure black blade and yeah it just starts turning white um he tells ichigo he isn't capable of bankai and ichigo's sword disintegrates uh and then a new voice calls out telling ichigo he's pathetic and the camera reveals it's fucking karia <laughs> dun 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 <laughs> you know his big emotional battle against karia i when, the, when we got to this point in the episode, I was just like, God damn it! They can't keep doing this to me! <laughs> they can't bring Karia back! Why do they have to bring Karia back? I thought this was... Supposed, I just thought this was so fucking funny! Well, you know, they have... Karia had a very distinct ideology, and Ichigo keeps thinking back to his fight with regret, so they had to bring him back so he could talk about it. You know. Yeah, of course. I actually really um, like Karia showing up here. <laughs> like, Oh no, I, I adore it. Like, at first it was like, god fucking damn it, they can't do this to me. And then as the episode went on, I'm just like, oh no, this is good. Karia's more interesting here than he was during the Bount arc. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, we cut to the real world, and Lisa asks how long she has to rest. And Shinji basically says, well, with eight of... Eight of us rotating, you have like 80 minutes before you have to go back in. And Hiori's like, it's not eight of us. She's one of the eight of us. There's seven of us left. So it's actually 70 minutes. And then Hachi comes to the realization that even though he's the one like holding the barrier, he's like expected to go fight Ichigo too. <laughs> it's so good. He's like, wait, why are you counting me as part of the dude? What, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking funny i love it um lisa just like kind of notes to herself that uh ichigo is much stronger than she thought uh and she just kind of hopes that kensei will be careful and you know not die um 
Apparently the hollow goo that's like coming out of Ichigo is like instantly regenerating any wounds that appear on his body. Um, and the fight kind of continues with some really cool, but like really intense body horror and transformation. Like there's a, there's a point where Ichigo's body is in all essentiality, a big mouth. Um, it, it, it's really good. I really like it. His, his body morphs more and more to like fit his new powers. Uh, and Lisa thinks to herself that the time it will take to control the transformation is about an hour. So when Lisa's turn comes back around, it's all going to be over. Yeah, because she's like, she mentions specifically, like, when it, when it's her turn again, in an hour, because she's not counting Hachi, she's intelligent. <laughs> <laughs> um, she'll have, like, if they don't get, they basically say if they don't get this done within an hour, like, Ichigo's fuck. Which means, in an hour, since it's her turn, she's going to have to kill, she's going to be the one to kill Ichigo. Yeah, which is a lot to put on a person. So, in the Mind Palace, Ichigo calls Karya's appearance a hallucination. Karya tells him, since his mind created him, Ichigo must be concerned about the fact that he defeated Karya. He always looks back at his battles, looking at the foes defeated and the friends he couldn't protect. He asks if Ichigo is that afraid to move forward through battle, afraid to walk the same path as him. Ichigo's like, we aren't the same! And Kari asks where his sword is, wondering if he could be defeated with bare hands alone. Before he just, like, tosses Ichigo into the ground. <laughs> He's like, you can't beat me barehanded, buddy. And then he just starts beating the <laughs> shit out of him. It's so funny and good. Um, he literally calls Ichigo a def- as defenseless as a baby. And asks if he wants a weapon that badly before attacking again. Uh, Ichigo rolls into, like, like, as Ichigo is, like, attacked, he, like, falls back and rolls, uh, and when he's finished rolling, we're back in the cave with, like, a ton of fake Zangetsus when he was, like, training for Bankai. Uh, and Ichigo's like, wait, I guess Karya's gone now. Old man Zangetsu, where are you? And Karya's there, and he's like, sorry, it's just me. It's just me. I'm here. He's like, god (laughs) damn it. (laughs) <laughs> I wanted to see Zangetsu. I wanted to see Zangetsu. I miss him. Imagine turning uh, around expecting to see Zangetsu and instead it's Karya. I would be so disappointed. Um, He tells Ichigo to pick a blade. Uh, and Ichigo like starts to reach for one and he's like, wait, no, I can't do that. That's not right. Zangetsu isn't here. And he closes his eyes and like just stands there. And Karya prepares for another attack. And Ichigo is like, Zangetsu is within me. And he spawns a new sword, just out of thin air, and blocks the wind attack from Karya. Karya's like, fine, cut me down with that stupid sword of yours. (laughs) And Ichigo, like, goes to attack, but Karya just stops it with one hand. (laughs) It's like, "Uh, uh, uh-uh-uh, you can't cut me with the blade that regrets cutting me down. And he just touches each he just tosses Ichigo aside again and tells Ichigo that he will tell him the truth about battle. So what Karya says here is battle goes on forever. Even if you defeat one strong person, another strong person will appear, and after that, someone even stronger will come. If you don't have the determination to withstand that everlasting struggle, 
you will someday lose. But it doesn't end there. Battle has its own cycle of rebirth, as someone else will repeat the battles too. It's not limited to the life and death of people, as long as there are souls. Conflict will be reborn, and battles will repeat themselves for eternity. Uh, I like this a lot, actually. Yeah, I really like... Because he, he also goes into, like, saying that, uh, like, people with power are going to be drawn to battle. Because you either... It's either that you have power, and then you go, I have power, I should make a change, and that's going to lead to battle. Or, you have power, and you just look on at everything around, and eventually someone's gonna go, why aren't you fucking doing anything, I'm gonna fight you. <laughs> so regardless of the reason, if you have power, you're going to end up getting into battle. Uh, he specifically goes on to say that, like, the first people to lose their lives are idealists like Ichigo, who try to fight their battles with, like, like, who just try to fight their battles with reason and don't, like, actually go to fight. Like, they don't rise to fight, they just fight when they have to. Um, and he's just, like, trying to tell Ichigo, like, you don't have any pride. You need to rise to the occasion and fight, whether you want to or not. Um, he literally questions Ichigo continuing to fight with such a weak blade. Uh, and then he fades away, as does Ichigo's sword, and we're back in the Mind Palace. Um, Kari's appearance here? Good. Weirdly good. <laughs> yeah, I liked it. I was like, I was... Honestly, if you had... If I had sk skipped the Bountard the first time around, and then I saw this, and someone was like, oh yeah, that, that's the guy from the Bountard, I would have been like, damn, I should go back and watch the Bountard. Yeah, what a mistake no, that would have been. <laughs> it would have been a mistake, because like... We literally got, like, <laughs> convinced that the Bountarks were not bad. And, like, I don't think the Bountarks are that bad, to be clear. Like, I don't think they're good, necessarily, but I don't think they're that bad. Like, I think it's entirely watchable. Um, Yeah, but going like going into the Bountark expecting this, Karia, would be an incredibly painful experience. Like, it would be just... Yes. A, it would be a miserable slog. Anyways, we don't we don't need to, like, really get Bondart. We've done that. We've done that a, we, a lot. <laughs> yeah, we've already been through that that whole... We went to Bounttown. We don't need to go back. Uh, so, uh, Ichigo sadly says his blade's name, Zangetsu. And then Hollow Ichigo's like, your sword isn't Zangetsu. I'm Zangetsu. And then he throws Ichigo into a building and is like, you're stupid for just standing there without a weapon. Here's a riddle. What's the difference between a king and a horse? And then he's like, actually, this isn't a riddle. This is this is not a kid's riddle. Uh, it's four abilities and power. Even the two, even if the two were the same, one would be subservient to the other. What's the difference between them? Uh, Muppet is climbing all over me. Muppet, you got you got to stop. Muppet is the king here. <laughs> Muppet is the king and I am the horse. Um, <laughs> uh, so he goes, what's the difference between them? It's instinct. It's the thing that someone with equal power needs in order to gain even greater power. They need the desire to engage in battle and obtain power and to mercilessly crush and trample their enemies. The absolute desire to engage in battle. Our sharp, murderous instincts are etched deep into the core of our bodies. You have no raw instinct. 
You try to defeat your foes with reason. Who can you cut with a sheathed sword? That's why you're weaker than I am. And then Sangetsu finishes twirling his blade and tosses it, piercing Ichigo into the stomach. I don't want that, Ichigo. I don't know about Zangetsu, but I don't want a king who's weaker than I am to ride around on me and get us both killed. I love that line, by the way. I think that's great. It's so, like, it's so, it's so raw. Like, <laughs> I, I love the Hollow Ichigo throughout this entire episode. Like, everything he says is great. <laughs> and then he's like, fucker, if you're weaker than I am and you're going to get us both killed, no, 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 I'm taking control before that can happen. I, I think it's, like, it sets, like, an is- interesting precedent for Hollow Ichigo, because where whereas before this point you kind of just perceive him as being Joker-fied Ichigo, and just being, like, violent for the sake of being violent, uh, it, it kind of puts him in this, like, unique light of, no, I have to take control because you're not strong enough to, like, win this fight. If you go out there, we're going to get killed, I'm gonna die... I have to fucking do this fight myself because you won't. Yeah, and it reminds me also of the, uh, like, the previous time, or, like, a while ago when we saw him, uh, the first time that Ichigo fought the Hollow inside of him, and at the end of the whole thing, Hollow Ichigo's like, alright, I, I played my part, old man, like, I made him stronger, fine, fuck it, whatever. But it's like, oh yeah, like, all of this stuff that he's doing is... Well, it's because he lives inside of Ichigo and he doesn't want to die. He's got a self-preservation instinct. Yeah, it's really good. I like this a lot. Um, Ichigo internalizes this whole message, uh, and he starts, like, flashing back to, like, his previous battles. And the word sword appears in his mind. Um, and he just, like, starts thinking the word sword, sword, over and over again. And he refuses to give it to the hollow inside. Um, raw black power emanates from him, shooting up the white blade of Zongetsu. And it forces him to withdraw. Uh, he, there's this really cool shot where you see him like looking at his hand. And it's now like filled with color as if it's like Ichigo's hand. Um, and Ichigo looks to him. His eye glows blue. And he simply thinks of instinct. Ending the episode. What a fucking episode. It's such a good ending to it, too. And it's like, the bit where Ichigo is thinking back to all of his, like, previous battles, and you see... It's like... It's basically, they put the seat, the montage in a square box, and the square box keeps shrinking and shrinking and shrinking, and taking less and less of the screen. And, and also getting, like, harder to see. But at the same time, there's, like the character for sword and i think there's the character for battle as well that's showing up and it's just like flashing everywhere else on the screen in like the black expanse but while this is happening there's also like these big thick drops of blood that are like falling onto the screen and covering parts of the montage like the montage is underneath the blood and it's like what the fuck is happening (laughs) this looks so cool it's so good the ending to this episode is so strong this episode in general is really, really strong. I, I am struggling to think of any part of this episode I didn't actually enjoy, um, which is wild because you wouldn't expect an episode with Karya to be one of the best episodes we've gotten in the like recent history of Bleach, but like it's good. It's really fucking good. 
Yeah, it's just great shit. What was the post-credits bit this time, Sam? So the post-credits bit is Hanatara going, Oh, fuck. <laughs> Yachiru has the, uh... <laughs> Yachiru has, has Khan. And then he's like, wait, I know. Le- Lieutenant, if you put the candy in the in the doll, something wonderful will happen. And she's like, oh, great. <laughs> and she just immediately puts Khan back in his body. And he comes <laughs> back to life. Only for Yachiru to immediately look at him and be like, oh, it's a dog-shaped manju. And then she <laughs> leans in to put a big chomp on the end. On, the, on his head. The end. <laughs> the end. Uh, the adventures of Khan have come to an end. He will never be in the show ever again. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wishful thinking. What were the manga differences this time, Sam? I'm assuming a bit, considering Karya is not in the manga. Uh, you have no idea. Karya's not in the manga, neither is Byakuya. Oh! Both of those bits are anime only. Um... That's basically the only, the only like big change. There's there's a bit that's like it's like a context thing. It's a it's a context thing where when Kensei like shoot like does a big explosion on Ichigo and then out of the shadows it's like this giant like just just like there there's like this long tendril with a mouth on it that attacks him. That's because that's Ichigo's arm. Because, as in the screenshot that I'm sending you, Kensei blows the arm off. (laughs) And you see it bounce off. (laughs) That's cool. So the instant regeneration takes the form of that big thing with the mouth, and then when he makes that explode, he's got, like, a fully hollow-fied arm underneath. That's really fucking cool. I also have a screenshot of Hachi being like, I'm in charge of the force field, why are you counting me? (laughs) Which is really good. (laughs) I love Hachi already. Honestly, we've barely gotten any Hachi, but I love him. It's all five star stuff. Um, <laughs> one of the cool things in the manga this time is, and this is something that Bleach has done before. So, Bleach and a lot of manga they'll tip, they'll often have things where if it's a continuing story where there's like not a lot of new plot, but it's just kind of like continuing a fight, they'll do like Princess and Dragon. Princess and Dragon 2, The Majestic. Princess and Dragon 3, Six Flowers. Right? Like, they'll have numbered uh, chapter titles. Yeah. But another thing that Bleach does is they'll put numbered chapter titles, but there's, like, 50-plus chapters in between them. So in this (laughs) case, we get Dark Side of the Universe 3 and Black and White 3, because those are the names that every time that we've gotten a confrontation between the hollow Ichigo and Ichigo inside of his mindscape, we've gotten Dark Side of the Universe, and we've gotten Black and White. I kind of love that, actually. That's fucking good. Yeah, and then in the, like, end of chapter gags, we've been getting... So remember last week when I was like, oh, uh, everyone's happy that uh, Yachiru's giving them, like, the new... the newest line of soul candies? Yeah. Turns out. (laughs) Turns out. We get to see what a lot of these soul cap candies are, because they're not all chappy. Only Rukia's got chappy. I'm excited. We get to see Bruce, who is, which is a Kaku's, <laughs> and is a coward who's scared of things like Unigiri. <laughs> He's just scared of rice balls. Um, we get Yubichika gets Gringo, which turns him into a hoodlum. 
who's just like, stop <laughs> crying over stupid rice ball. I'll kill you. Thank you very much. And then we get my, f- my favorite, my favorite this episode, uh, because we have more next time, is Soul Candy Ginosuke, who is a tricky little gremlin. <laughs> and it's, it's just Reggie with just the most gremlin face being like, hey, 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 my master is about to die. Then this body will be mine forever. Meow. <laughs> I I love that in text it just says makes you tricky makes you say meow. <laughs> yeah, cuz they all have a thing where it's like it's it's all like makes you makes you x like quality and then also makes you say something. <laughs> it's really fucking good. Yeah, just fantastic bullshit. Thank you. Thank you Bleach for this gift. Shall we cut to break? Let's cut to break. ready to go we are ready to go then let's get right back into it with episode 125 urgent report Eisen's terrifying plan Ichigo wakes up looking at the sec- the second phase of the Xemnas fight in Kingdom Hearts 2 and oh yes! shit Kampachi's there <laughs> you can't say it's not accurate no it's entirely accurate <laughs> but when Ichigo calls Kampachi's name uh, the other responds with, Who the fuck is Kimpachi? I'm just here to kill you. And he just attacks immediately. <laughs> Which is great. Classic uh, Kimpachi. <laughs> Love the guy. We cut to the human world to see a nearly completely holified Ichigo wounding Love, the guy, the, the one with the afro. And then we get some internal monologue from Lisa, who confirms that they've been doing this for over an hour, and Ichigo still hasn't completed his external battle. Her turn's next, and when that shows up, she'll, she's gonna have to kill Ichigo. She asks Kensei what the- to, just to confirm, like, okay, what's the longest that anyone's internal conflict was? And we're told it was 69 minutes and 2 seconds by Hyori. And right now, Ichigo's already at 68 minutes 44 seconds. That's an awfully convenient timing to ask this question. Yeah, well, basically, she's going in in 15 seconds. Yeah, it's Is, very she, funny. She's like, I have to go in 15 seconds. Do I really have to kill the guy? Hey, Kensei, can you, like, confirm? It, like, in a minute and 15 seconds, I'm going to need to kill the guy. Do I actually have to kill the guy? And Kensei's like, well, you know. So far, probably. <laughs> probably. Back in the video game Mind Palace, Ichigo struggles against Araki, saying their fight ended long ago, but the apparition responds, their fight isn't over. As long as one of them's alive, the fight's still going. This isn't, like, a bar brawl. Ichigo tries to say he has no reason to fight, but Zoraki blows it away with, fuck that, you're trying to get stronger. That means you want to fight. You don't need a reason to kill. Do you want power so you can fight, or do you want to fight so you can gain power? Doesn't matter. At the end of the day, we were born this way. <laughs> Kenpachi, world's greatest Lady Gaga fan, as we know. <laughs> he tells Ichigo that he instinctively wants to fight and that he seeks fighting, and we get a montage of all of his big fights. And then, in the level 1 Mind Palace, Ichigo tears the sword out of his ribs. 
eyes glowing a bright blue as he moves in for the kill on Holoichigo. Meanwhile, another level up in the real world, the holofied Ichigo is preparing a Sero, which prompts loves to start holofying because everyone's like, oh shit. Like, doesn't matter how strong he is, he can't get on he can't get out on harm if he doesn't pull out his own holo mask. The way Ichigo's fingers come to like a point, and at that point the Sero is forming, is so fucking cool. It's really good. Like, honestly, this this episode and the last are just like a visual treat. Yes, absolutely. Uh, but before he launches the Sero, his arm, like Ichigo's arm, just explodes with a bunch of cracks that are that are like bleeding. And then we cut back inside to see that Ichigo stabbed entirely through Hollow Ichigo, and that just it turns his his white outfit goes completely black, and then it starts burning away. And he's like, "Fine, I'll accept you as king for now, but don't forget, either one of us can be the king or the horse. So if you give me a chance, I'll throw you off and stomp your skull." You know, it's only vaguely threatening. Just a little bit. <laughs> it's really good. It's such a good it's moment. so good. And as he says that, like, he's basically just, uh, the only thing that's left of him is one arm and a face. And his arm, like, starts glowing blue and it, we see there's, like, a big, um, there's, like, a big explosion. More on that when we get to the manga bits. Sounds good. In the real world, Ichigo's power explodes out. And he sheds the hollow form like a brittle cocoon, the only thing left being Ichigo wearing the hollow mask. And then he just like falls on the ground and the mask itself just like rolls away. Shinji asks how he's doing and Ichigo responds with a grin and says, not bad. Although then he gets like a, a bit of a, like a worried look on his face as he thinks about what the hollow said. And he just says, I won't let you take control. Just good stuff. <laughs> I really like this bit with Ichigo. I I'm really into this. I I think this was, this whole segment was so fucking good. It was way better than it had any right to be, frankly. Really love it. Yeah. We cut to Arihime who's like walking about and she's saying like, "Oh, Ichigo hasn't come to school again today." But it's fine cuz she can just straight up feel his spirit pressure. She can fo- if she focuses, she can tell exactly where he is. So she figures he's probably, like, doing some secret training, and she doesn't want to bother him. So she, you know, that's why she's not super worried. But she does get sad thinking about how depressed he was, and how she wasn't able to, like, help him to get through that pre- that depression. But then she realizes that how sad she's being, and she's like, nah, n- nope, no bad thoughts today. So she's just thinking of the good snacks and things that she could do the next day. She's like, alright, maybe, uh, maybe I'll eat some good treats with Tatsuki, although Tatsuki also has been down. Everybody be depressed. Yeah. <laughs> but before she gets too be- too sad, a woman sweeping outside of Orihime's apartment. I don't know if she's just a neighbor or if she's supposed to be Orihime's landlord. Uh, but she's just, like, sweeping outside and she's asking her, like, Hey, um, the people living... Is everything fine with the people who's who are living at your apartment? Because they brought in something really weird. <laughs> And then we see they've installed a giant wall-to-wall fleshy TV monitor. God. It, it's so much. It's like Geiger-esque, almost. Um, I, okay, I I will say I have pulled up the wiki page for this character that tells Orihime that they brought something weird up to her apartment. You get prepared for the entire wiki page of Shinmura. Mrs. Shinmura is a human, 
living in Karakura Town, beside Orihime Inoue. Plot. A rocker arc. Shinmura alerts Orihime that the people staying with her, Toshiro Hitsugaya and Rangiku Matsumoto, have moved some odd-looking equipment into her apartment. That is her entire wiki page! <laughs> That's Thank it. You. Thank you, Bleach Wiki. I mean, the fact that she's even got one, honestly. Impressive, frankly. So, with their giant flat-screen TV installed, uh, Hitsugaya and Rangiku get a call from... They get FaceTimed by Captain Yamamoto. <laughs> it's the Captain Commander, everyone's <laughs> favorite Shinigami. The old man says, hey, we figured out Aizen's true goal, and Urihime's like, that sounds like important business. I'm just gonna sidestep the plot and leave. And Yamamoto's like, no, 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 no. You stay here. It, this also concerns humans. You should be aware. Or at least you should be aware enough so that you can go tell humans and we don't have to. God. It's so much. I, I love Yamamoto. I'm glad he's here. <laughs> In the month since Aizen's betrayal, they've been looking at the archives and Aizen's house and the places where he was hiding. And Ukitake has found traces of Aizen's spiritual pressure, like, in the archives. So they found it, like, okay, they, they realized he's he's taken a bunch of stuff about the Hogyoku, but they also found it he, traces of his pressure near info that's completely unrelated. The Oaken. The Royal Key. Arihime does the audience a favor and asks what the fuck that is, and Rangiku explains, Soul Society has a royal family, but they're, like... They're so hands-off, none of us have ever met them. Like, it's kind of like they don't exist. But they're important. And Yamamoto explains that the Soul King's Royal Palace, guarded by the Royal Key and the Royal Guards, is just like, it's a completely different dimension than Soul Society. And you can only get there with the key. So Aizen probably wants the key to kill the king. But the document he was looking at, it doesn't reveal where the, key, where the key is. That's way too important, because that information is given word of mouth to each captain commander, like, whenever there's a new one. So, you know, that's way too important to put down in a document. Instead, the yeah. document was explaining how to make a key. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is fucking hilarious, frankly. <laughs> Just like, ah. Uh. Location, that's too important. Here's how to make one. <laughs> yeah, it is... I Like, I, I understand, but also it's just, like, completely ridiculous. Um, but, yeah, so the method to make the key uh, is you need 100,000 souls and an enriched spirit radius that's bigger than a mile. So, basically, there's a zone called the enriched spirit radius, and it, like, moves around here and there, and it's, like... That's, it's a zone where a, a lot of spirits can, like, easily gather. But right now, that zone is right over Karakura Town. Which means if Aizen does the thing and makes a key, all of Karakura and everyone in it will just be ripped out of reality. And, like, melted into goo to make the key, basically. I was gonna make a joke, but I don't want to spoil something for people. <laughs> In case they haven't seen this show from the 90s. The people who know what I'm talking about will know what I'm talking about, probably. Yamamoto says, eh, don't worry, we'll stop him. It, it's going to give him, it's going to take at least four months for him to awaken the Hokioku, and he can't gather his minions before that, which means the showdown will be this winter at the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Until then, Shinigami have to train, and he also asks her, like, 
Also, since this in is going to involve the human world, like, please ask Ichigo for his help. Then o Orihime runs off to do just that, and then the Captain Commander shows off that, like, oh, hey, look, Hinamori is out of bed and ready to talk to Hitsukaya, but that's a problem for next week. Instead, we get a, just a quick clip of Chad fighting Renji's Bankai, the pair fighting under Urahara's gaze to get stronger, and a small bit of Uryu continuing to dodge his father's arrows while Orihime runs towards Ichigo's location. You know, it's a training arc. That's just uh, most, how it goes sometimes. Yeah, I think most of this training arc, most of these training arcs, plural, are going to be entirely off screen. Yeah. 100%. As for the post-credits, so long, Illustrated Guide to Soul Reapers, hello, Iron Car Encyclopedia, where Gin will kindly teach us about the Iron Car. <laughs> Farewell, most post-credits bits. I feel like, like, there's still a bit in this, but it is more like, it is definitely more like, hey, here's a thing, a factoid, and then a little bit. Yeah, so this time it's just, Gin's showing off all the iron car. He says, you never know what kind of iron car you'll get when you remove a mask. It's like gambling. And then the screen that he's using to show the iron car cuts to Aizen, and Aizen just talks directly to Gin, which, like, freaks him out a little. <laughs> he's like, wait, what? Why, how <laughs> are you talking to me through my TV? It's like, it's like not a bad bit. It's just so small that it's like, eh, eh a little, little, giggle, little giggle for from me. I words. I can do words. Yeah, and as for the manga changes, um, I want to point out that chapter two twenty one is called "Let's Eat the World End," and Ooh. chapter two twenty two, which is the chapter where Ichigo like ag like reaffirms his whole like, "I'm not going to let you take control of me. I'm I'm the king. I'm not letting you take control of me." Is called "No Shaking Throne." I love these. I love these dams. Yeah, just really good, like, thematic naming. Um, the manga also makes it, like, way more clear that when the Hollow Ichigo is completely burning up and he's like, by the way, I still have Fighting Instinct, I still haven't given up, he self-detonates instead of allowing himself to burn away entirely. Ooh. Like, he's basically blowing himself up as a proof to Ichigo that, like, He's not done fighting. He's not you're just going to let himself get completely absorbed. Also, I, I might have just missed it in your description of the episode. Did did you cover Hinamori being awake? Yeah, I mentioned it. Okay, because like I forgot she was alive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, like she's awake, but we're gonna get we're gonna get her conversation like next week. Um, okay. And the Kind of like a pacing change that the manga does is they do all of the internal Ichigo stuff, including like all the way up to the point where Ichigo stabs the the hollow Ichigo and he explodes. And then we get the scene where the almost completely holified Ichigo is fighting love and Lisa's talking about the time and the Sero mm. and like all that stuff. So basically we get the conclusion of Ichigo's fight. And then we get, we cut back to the real world and it's like, okay, well, was it too late? He did the thing, but was it too late or whatever? Yeah. Um, also, the manga, instead of showing Ichigo be, like in the anime, his expression is like kind of like a worried one. 
when he thinks about after he's done the training and Shinji asks how he is, there's a bit where Ichigo looks kind of worried as he's thinking about the hollow. But in the manga, it's a lot more like it's it's more of like a melancholy smile. I just sent you the page. Like it's a very much like, oh. Yeah, like Ichigo's like, yeah, no, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna let you do that. And then it flips into a incredible mid-chapter title reveal where we get the shot with the mask and like oh. the title of No Shaking Throne. It's just beautiful. Really, I absolutely recommend anyone reading along to just go look at the transition from chapter 221 to 222. Or this, rather, it's... This is so good. It's chapter 222 and you get the title like midway through the chapter. Just mm, chef's kiss. Like absolutely perfect. It fucking rules. And then... I, I love this. Then we get more of the end of... Uh, <laughs> we get more of the alternate personalities. Like, Rangiku's one. She got the horny one. Of course she did. Ugh. And then Hitsugaya's one. He got the very smart, but all... The, the smart one that says a bunch of stats that are meaningless, but also is a scaredy cat, so he hides in trash cans. <laughs> <laughs> the trash can part is really good. God. And then to finish off this little arc, we get a scene of... <laughs> we get a scene of Yachiru and Nemu watching Chappi, like, dislocate Ichigo's shoulder. <laughs> and Yachiru's like, yay, we got some... We're gonna get some great candid photography candid <laughs> photography from this Nana will be pleased <laughs> she's like thank you deputy vice chairman because Nana is normally the vice chairman um, and then god. this is followed by uh, Nemu being like oh my god I got praised I, it was my pleasure like yeah and then Mayuri showing up like Nemu what the fuck are you doing Nemu <laughs> We have this fiery face is so good. <laughs> and oh. I know it's coming next week, but I want to. Sh- I want to shout out the two-page spread that has the um. It has the chapter title for next week's like first chapter, because it's hilarious. We see Momo, <laughs> and she's like <laughs> Toshiro, and then you get a melancholy <laughs> Toshiro looking at a little light with the chapter title "Imitated Gaiety." <laughs> <laughs> this is weirdly funny i don't know why like i can't describe why this is funny but it's just really weirdly funny god well it has been a good week uh we are i, I realized i i was meaning to talk to you about this um after or before the episode but i'm thinking um not this coming week, but the week after that and the week after that, I might want to take off for like winter break. Um, just because Christmas and also New Year's are both on Saturdays, which is when I take my notes. And Christmas is also my one year anniversary with my partner. Yeah, like so, f- for the record, I am not available to record on Christmas or New Year's. Yeah, so we, we are probably we're, we're going to be recording next week. So we will give Bleachcast to the world as it deserves it next week. 
Uh, but for the two weeks after that, we will not be recording. Uh, we are going to be taking a two-week break, and we will return with more of the Arankar arcs. Um, one thing I do want to bring up, news-wise, for our show that is coming up, um, is in a few weeks, I believe it's something like three more episodes of our show, um, we will be covering the first Bleach movie, uh, which I have never seen. I don't know if you've seen it, Sam. I have seen at least half, but it's been so long that all I remember is that it focuses on Hitsugaya. That makes sense. Uh, I, I don't remember any of it. Uh, because again, never seen it. I, I don't even remember the name of it. Is it, is this one Memories of Nobody? Is that the one? I think or, it's, uh, Diamond Dust Rebellion. Or is Diamond Dust Rebellion later? Diamond Dust Rebellion's two, I think. Because we've got Memories of Nobody is the first one. Diamond Dust Rebellion is two. Then it's Fade to Black is three. And then the Hellverse is four. Um, we're going to be kind of, technically speaking, in the chronology of Bleach, the movie has already released, but to avoid spoiling the manga or the anime, we are going to be covering them kind of where it would make sense chronologically in the series. Yeah, uh, like, the, at this time, the movie had been out, the manga chapters had been out, but not the anime episodes. So we were avoiding Memories of Nobody specifically because we didn't want to show off Rukia's uh, Shikai. We wanted to leave yes. that reveal for the actual show. Um, and also interrupting the seri- interrupting a season just feels bad. So we're just going to do... When we do movies, we're going to do them at the end of seasons. Yes. Uh, so we- we're going to save the movie episodes for end of season. Uh, but I believe first one is at the end of this season, which is coming up, we've only got, like, uh, in in total of Bleach episodes, we've got, like, six more, so it's going to be, like, three more weeks of our show. Um, And then, after that, I think we have, like, two more seasons before the second movie. So, we've got a while for the second movie, but we're getting there. We're getting there. Um, As always, though, thank you for listening. Just wanted to get that kind of housekeeping out of the way, make sure we're all on the same page. Uh, And, you know, you can find our show on Twitter at BleachCast, and you can find me on Twitter at Lavender underscore Pause. And you can find me on Twitter at SSBSLJ. Once again, I have stilted the intro, the, not the intro, the, the Twitter handle for our show. I've stilted the delivery there, but you know what? It's fine. I hope you all have a great week. Have a good day. Stay cool chats. That is too large an area for us to handle by ourselves. Is that a Hachi line? Oh yeah, no, that sounds like a Yamamoto line. Okay. Uh, ska music, go! Go!